welcome back to the One Globe 360 podcast. Today is episode two of my Barcelona series, and on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the top 10 things to do in Barcelona. So I really hope you enjoyed episode one, um, which was basically me just discussing why I moved to Barcelona, what I'm doing here, um, what my first couple of months have been like, the initial cultural differences that I encountered, and uh, yeah, just basically a, a summary of my time in Barcelona so far. So I thought I'd change it up today. And um, yeah, for episode two, we're gonna be talking about basically the best things that you can do here in Barcelona. Um, then yes, they are mainly quite touristy, um, but I have tried and tested all of them. And uh, I can, yeah, hand on heart say, I would highly recommend you doing them if you ever, ever come to Barcelona, which of course I think you should because it is really an incredible city. So we'll start up with number one, which is Park Güell. So Park Güell is, of course, again, one of Gaudi's most famous works. Uh, Park Güell is located a little bit out of the centre of Barcelona. So it's quite difficult, again, even with metro access. So I would recommend getting a taxi. Again, I, I, I'm hesitant always to, to say, oh, get a taxi, but... If you want an easy time getting to Park Güell, I would get a taxi. It costs only about 10 euros from Plaza de Catalunya, which is probably the central point of Barcelona. Um, so yeah, it's about 10, about 10 euros to get there. And um, I actually visited with my friend Lindsay when she was here visiting me and uh, we could not find the entrance. So we, we uh, were walking around for about half an hour before we actually found the entrance where you can buy the tickets. So one thing to note, there are actually a few entrances into the park. However, there is only one entrance where you can actually buy the tickets. So it took us about half an hour to actually uh, find the ticket place. The tickets were 10 euros, which is very, very reasonable um, for the experience in Park Well. So we paid 10 euros, we walked in and we walked around probably for about an hour in total. The park is massive. There's so much to see, um, but there's the main part, part of the park, I guess, where you see all the photos and Basically, you can just look out to Barcelona um, and it's probably one of the best views that you will get of Barcelona. There's also a place called The Bunkers, which is a really popular place for young people to go and watch the sunset at night. And I'll talk about that in a later episode. But Park Güell is, I would say, in the top three places that you can be in Barcelona to have a view of the city um, and looking all the way out to the sea, which is amazing. So Park Güell, again, like I mentioned, one of Gaudi's most famous works. Um, the park is incredible. I mean, the architecture of the buildings in the park are just, they're quite bizarre. Like they, we were saying they, they look quite like gingerbread um, buildings. Um, but yeah, it was so busy, which is obviously a good sign um, in terms of, you know, tourists. And there aren't too many tourists here in Barcelona at the moment just because of the pandemic. But it was very clear to see that if you were visiting here as a tourist, you had to head to Park Güell. Um, so yeah, we sort of had to fight our way through to, to get the sort of the shot the, where we could sort of sit um, with the best view uh, and take a photo um, as it's quite busy. Everyone, everyone of course, was taking photos. Um, but yeah, we walked around for about an hour, took it all in. We looked obviously at all the views across the city. And um, yeah, I'd recommend spending about an hour, hour to an hour and a half uh, walking around the actual park itself and maybe leave a bit of time to uh, to find the, <laughs> the ticket entrance uh, like, uh, yeah, like we did. We had a few problems, like I said, finding the actual entrance. But once we found it, it was all smooth sailing from there. So number one is definitely, definitely Park Güell. 
Um, I'd say of, of top five things to do, I put it in my top five as well. So if you come to Barcelona, definitely get yourself to Park Güell. Okay, number two is Casa Mila. So Casa Mila, or otherwise known as La Pedrera, is another of Gaudi's most famous works. It is well known for its unconventional rough-hewn appearance and was built between 1906 and 1912. So Casa Mila is, again, was one of, well, it was one of the, the stops on my Gaudi free walking tour that I did in my first weekend here in Barcelona. And um, it's definitely, definitely one of the postcards of Barcelona. If you think of a typical postcard from Barcelona, I'm sure some of them will have Casamila on the front. The architecture of the building is incredible. Um, it's a must-see if you're here in Barcelona. If you're a big fan of, of Gaudi's works, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a must-see. Even if you're not a big fan of Gaudi, um, I would still recommend seeing it anyway. It's one of the best things to do in Barcelona. And then if you carry on walking up the same street, it's called Passage. I keep saying it wrong. Passage de Gracia. The Casa Mila and Casa Batlo are on the same street, just different sides of the road. So number three, which I would recommend visiting, is Casa Batlo. So Casa Batlo is a UNESCO World Heritage Site and a must-see for those who want to discover more about Gaudi's work and modernism. Every year, more than one million people visit Casa Batlo. So again, it shows just how popular it is. Like Casa Mila, the architecture is very, very unique. Obviously, that is <laughs> Gaudi's sort of... Um, I guess USP if you want to call it, the unique architecture that uh, he has within his buildings and his works. Um, so yeah, Casabatlo is incredibly popular. Um, you can even go inside as well. You can go inside Casamila and Casabatlo. Um, I believe they have increased their prices due to COVID. I think it's around 30 euros to go inside, but I'd highly recommend going inside at least one of them. Uh, maybe you could pick between the two, or if you'd like to go inside both of them, then do that as well. I'm sure it will be you know, well worth the, the money and often they come with audio tours as well. Um, so I'd say you do get good value for money here in Barcelona in terms of their tourist attractions. Okay, moving on to number four, which is Montjuic. So Montjuic is basically, it's got everything. <laughs> it's essentially a massive, massive park with botanical gardens, with an art museum, with a cable car. Um, there's so much to to see and do in Montjuic. Um, I actually went to Montjuic a couple of years ago when I came here with my friends on like a girl's holiday. We went to the botanical gardens. And then when I visited Montjuic again, about three weeks ago with my mum, I went to the, the art gallery of Catalonia. And um, we also just walked around the parks as well. Um, so luckily I live quite close to Montjuic. It's about a 20 minute walk. Um, so I'm definitely gonna go back before I fly home. Um, as I've done the botanical gardens now and the park and the art museum, the one thing I sort of have left to do is the cable car. Um, so I'm definitely going to head back and go on the cable car, which I've heard gives incredible 360 degree views of the city. Um, and yeah, I mean, even the view I had from the park was, uh, it was stunning. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. I've got some photos over on my Instagram. I don't know if anyone will have seen, um, but it's absolutely gorgeous, stunning view from Montjuic of the rest of the city. So number four is Montjuic. Number five, we'll move on to now, is La Sagrada Familia. So, I mean, La Sagrada Familia is probably the most well-known monument in Barcelona. Um, at least for me, it is anyway. When I think of Barcelona, I automatically think of La Sagrada Familia. Um, I mean, it's a major symbol of Barcelona throughout the world. And I would say it's arguably Gaudi's most famous building. Um, 
I mean, it just looks incredible. The architecture, again, is just something I've never, ever seen before. Um, and I've been outside and I've seen it so many times here in Barcelona, but it was only a couple of weeks ago when I was with my mum that I actually went inside La Sagrada Familia for the first time. It cost around 25 to 30 euros, I believe, for an adult ticket, um, but it's well worth the money. Uh, we spent probably just un under two hours inside the, um, the La Sagrada La Sagrada Familia, sorry, itself, um, but I mean, I could have spent even longer inside just walking around because the architecture inside, you don't really expect it to look like it does in a weird way. Like you kind of do and you kind of don't, but I was sort of, I was in awe uh, when I walked in, um, you know, straight away and I've made a few TikToks, a few Instagram reels of the view walking outside to inside the actual uh, La Sagrada Familia itself. So. Yeah, incredible. Um, again, very, very busy. Um, I'd recommend we went at 4.30, which is the last slot of the day, which meant it was less busy. Um, but I expect during the day, sort of from maybe one to three, it's probably the most popular. So if you're happy for it to be touristy and really, really busy, then you can go anytime, obviously, throughout the day. But if you want it to be a little bit quieter, I'd head for one of the final slots of the day because for the last half an hour, there weren't too many people left inside um, the cathedral itself. So we had plenty of time and plenty of room just to walk around without um, without there being too many people doing the same thing. So um, yeah, I'd highly recommend it. The one thing that stood out for me was the, the stained glass windows. Just the colours were just incredible. Um, really, really amazing architecture inside. You just think, how was this built? <laughs> like however many years ago it was built, um, you know, hundreds of, of, of years ago. How? <laughs> how was this built? like structurally in terms of architecture if anyone absolutely loves architecture barcelona is the city for you because every street you walk down there is some bit of architecture which sort of blows you away and is just so unique to the other and yeah it's fantastic i'm not a massive fan of architecture but i feel like i've become a fan of architecture because of living in barcelona um because it's just to you know you just have to admire the work of the city in terms of how it's built and how it's put together and one thing I'd recommend, Google right now, Barcelona bird's eye view, because the bird's eye view shot of this city is ridiculous. It's amazing. The way it's been designed is, I've never seen a city like it in the world. So I give you permission to head off this podcast right now, go onto Google and type in Barcelona bird's eye view and check it out because it's just, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It, it just looks amazing. Um, so yeah, that's La Sagrada Familia. That's number five on the list. Number six is visit the Camp Nou. So if anyone listening is a big fan of football, you have to visit the Camp Nou, Barcelona's football stadium. Also the biggest, uh, I think it's the biggest stadium in Europe. The capacity for the stadium is just over 99,000, which is crazy. Um, and you can, do, uh, you can do tours of the stadium. You can do a general tour, which was I think about 30 euros, or you can do a more expensive tour, which was about 80 to 100 euros, I think. The only major difference between the two tours is that in the more expensive tour, you get to go to Barcelona's home changing rooms, whereas in the general tour, you only get to visit the away changing rooms. However, I wouldn't say it's worth paying the difference between the two because you get so much included within the general tour anyway. If you really, really, really want to see the home changing room, then of course pay the difference. But in my, in my experience of doing the tour, Having the general tour is more than enough with what you get. So you first start off with the museum, so the Barcelona Museum, 
Um, they talk about the men and women's football team, the basketball team that they've got here in Barcelona as well. And then basically you head on through to the stadium and um, yeah, I mean, it's incredible. You go pitch side, you can go up and sit up in the stands and see the view across across the pitch. Um, yeah, you go into the away change rooms, like I said, um, just crazy. <laughs> I mean, sat in the stands looking across. Again, I've got another TikTok um, at OneGlow360 if you're not following me on TikTok. And on Instagram as well, of like a shot across the pitch, like me like sort of panning on a video across the pitch. Um, yeah, incredible. We spent probably about two hours in total. So again, really worth the money. Um, 30 euros is a bargain for what we got in terms of the experience and being able to see everything we did in the stadium. And I also was a very typical tourist and I bought some grass, some Barcelona pitch grass as well as a little like memento and souvenir from my time there. Um, but yeah, if you're a big football fan or you just like going to see big stadiums, then I would definitely recommend visiting the Camp Nou. Yeah, really, you know, good value for money, incredible experience. And I'm really, really glad I got to visit it for the first time with my mum because we are both big football fans. My whole family are big football fans. So couldn't come to Barcelona and not see the famous Camp Nou. Okay, number seven is Las Ramblas. So people may have heard of Las Ramblas as just the tourist trap, the main touristy street, that sort of thing. Well, that is true. Las Ramblas is full of tourist traps and is full of tourists. However, there are some amazing restaurants and bars as well, which I would definitely recommend checking out. So firstly, though, do not eat on Las Ramblas. Avoid it at all costs. Me and my friend Lindsay, when she came and visited me, we had lunch on Las Ramblas and it cost 50 euros for lunch, which is ridiculous. It shouldn't cost any more than about 25 euros for some tapas and some drinks. So avoid eating on the actual street itself. There are also sort of ice cream sellers and souvenir shops along Las Ramblas. I haven't actually bought any ice cream or bought any souvenirs on the street. So I can't say if they're expensive, if they're ripping you off, if it's value for money. I can't say that as I can't speak from experience. But I would say as a general rule, they will probably charge a lot more money on that street. So just proceed with caution is what I'd say. However, there is an amazing tapas bar called Bar Lobo, which is on a side street just off Las Ramblas. And the prices are very, very reasonable for for a bar, a tapas bar just off Las Ramblas. It's really, really reasonably priced and the food is incredible. So it's Bar Lobo. I've done a post on my Instagram uh, last week, basically highlighting what my favorite dishes are, the prices, basically why I love the, the tapas bar so much. Um, there's also a really cool Irish bar as well, just off Las Ramblas. I'll put it in the, in the description of the podcast. I can't quite remember the name of what it is right now, but I watched the Euros final there. Really, really good sort of um, good vibes, really good experience, cheap food, cheap drinks. So if you're looking for an Irish bar, um, I would recommend that one as well. But overall, Las Ramblas is a cool place to be. Obviously, it's like the central hub of Barcelona, right by Plaza de Catalunya. Um, but I would say, like I said, proceed with caution because you'll probably be paying twice as much as you should be paying as it is full of tourist traps. But if you take some of those side streets off from Las Ramblas, you will find some hidden gems. And I definitely feel like I found a hidden gem within Bar Lobo. Um, yeah, amazing, amazing tapas. Um, and really, really reasonably priced as well. So yeah, I will add all of these um, restaurants, tapas bars, places in the description. Um, so you don't have to, to go back and listen to what I'm saying. You can just head straight to the description and check them out from there. But number eight is, of course, the beach. You cannot come to Barcelona and not head to the beach. 
However, avoid La, Barcelona, La Barceloneta Beach at all costs. There are many tourist traps, it's super busy and the restaurants are very expensive. So I made the mistake when I first went to the beach here that I did actually head to La Barceloneta Beach, but I just didn't really enjoy it. There were too many people. I sat down and had some nachos and a smoothie and it cost me like 20 euros. Super expensive restaurants, so busy, lots of tourist traps again. Instead though, I've had some recommendations for some beaches that you should head to. So San Sebastián, Bogatel, Nova Icaria, San Miguel or Mar Bella. Those are uh, one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> five recommendations for beaches that I think you should head to. I've got these beaches from talking to local people and also speaking to Andy, who I or, who I collaborated with on a YouTube video recently. He used to live in Barcelona. Um, he lives in Berlin now, but uh, he was the guy to ask, obviously, he, him being a local here for, for a couple of years um, in terms of what beaches to go to. And uh, yeah, avoid La Barceloneta. It's full of tourists. So if you want to have a sort of a, a quieter, maybe a little bit more peaceful experience at the beach and not um, be full of crowded people, expensive food and drinks, then head to those five that I've just mentioned. Of course, La Barceloneta has its, has its perks in terms of, you know, it's a, it was full of, you know, good vibes, good atmosphere, music, like, you know, people seem to be having a great time. Um, however, if you do prefer like a quieter experience at the beach with less people, uh, fewer people, sorry, um, definitely head to those five that I just mentioned. And again, I'll put them in the description um, so that you don't have to listen back to this to find find where I'm talking about them. Um, but yeah, head to the beach 100%. You can go paddleboarding, windsurfing, parasailing. I don't even, is that even a thing? I don't know. I feel like I'm making that up. But you can do lots and lots of different water sports. Um, I really, really want to go paddleboarding before I go home. I love paddleboarding, so I think I will definitely check out doing that as well before I go. Um, but yeah, the beach is amazing, but just make sure you get you go to the right part of the beach because or the, or the right beach in itself because there are lots of different beaches in Barcelona. Some are more touristy than others. Some are more expensive in terms of food and drink. So make sure you go to the one that best suits basically what you're wanting from the beach. Do you want it to be busy and popular and crowded? Then that's fine. If you want it to be quieter. Um, then you've got those different options as well. Okay, so that was number eight. So number nine is Barcelona Cathedral. So Barcelona Cathedral was somewhere I visited uh, during the my first weekend here in Barcelona. So I did a free walking tour on the Saturday, my first Saturday here, um, and it was around Barcelona's Gothic Quarter. And one of the stops on the tour was Barcelona Cathedral. Now, I mean, it was just incredible. I've, I've again. I wouldn't say I'm a massive fan of of going to see cathedrals, um, but I will always always appreciate one if I um, if I get to see one. Um, and wow, I mean, it was just incredible. The architecture again, amazing. Um, I managed to capture some incredible photos um, that I put on my Instagram, which just managed to show it in all its glory because it really looked, you know, fantastic with the sun shining in the background. Um, it really was amazing. Um, I didn't actually go inside during the tour. It was just a quick. A quick tour uh, um, sort of the outside of the building but my mum actually did go inside when she was here in, in Barcelona and I don't think it was too expensive either um, so that's really really good so if you like going to cathedrals definitely definitely check out Barcelona's cathedral um, located in the gothic quarter um, it's about 10 minutes from Las Ramblas so it's not too far from sort of the central point of Barcelona so yeah would highly recommend visiting really really stunning cathedral 
and um, you can even go inside as well. So number nine is the Barcelona Cathedral. Then that leads very well onto the 10th and final best thing to do in Barcelona, which is exploring the Gothic Quarter in Barcelona. So like I just mentioned, on my first Saturday here in Barcelona, I went on a tour of the Gothic Quarter. So I'm just going to get up on my phone the tour company that I used to do this tour. I believe it was called Runnabean Tours. So again, I'll leave a link in the description. But Runnabean Tours do free walking tours in Barcelona. Now, they're not quite free. They say they're free. They're not quite free. You basically pay what you value it as. So most people in my group that gave five to ten euros per person there are about 20 people in the group, so I think that was pretty reasonable. But of course, you can give any amount of money that you would like to. And basically, we spent the, probably about two and a half hours walking around Barcelona's Gothic Quarter. Like I said, we went to Barcelona Cathedral. Um, and we went to one of the main squares called Plaza San Jaime. Um, we went to like the town square um, where all the government, all sort of official government and local council buildings are. Um, and our tour guide was amazing. He knew so much about the history and the culture of the area. And obviously, me being a, hist a history student, I was very, very interested in the history of Barcelona and the history of the Gothic Quarter as well. So I'd highly, highly recommend taking one of the free walking tours to the Gothic Quarter um, because it just makes it easier. You don't have to be navigating yourself. You just are taken around. You're told lots and lots of interesting information at the same time. Um, so yeah, number 10 is the Gothic Quarter in Barcelona. That's it. I feel like I've gone through that really quickly. Um, I'm definitely going to do a YouTube video on this at some point and I'll go into more detail um, from just like more experiences. Like for example, I'm going to go into Casamila um, in the next couple of weekends and I'm going to go back to Montjuic uh, at some point this week. So I'll have a bit more to say in my YouTube videos. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode, breaking down the top 10 things to do in Barcelona. If you have any recommendations for, well, or any requests for any podcast episodes you'd like me to do on the topic of Barcelona, send me a DM to my Instagram, which is at OneGlobe360. And again, like I say all the time, if you could leave a rating and review, that'd be amazing. It helps me out more than you, more than you think in terms of pushing me up the podcast charts. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed today's episode. Go and subscribe to me on YouTube if that would be okay with you. I'm really trying to get to 500 subscribers. I'm almost halfway there. Um, so if you enjoy Barcelona content, head over to YouTube and check out my videos. And of course, follow me on Instagram at OneGlobe360, where I'll be sharing daily highlights of my time here in Barcelona. And you can see what I have been getting up to. But I will leave today's episode there. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And I will see you next week for episode three which is five things that you need to know before you visit Barcelona. Take care, guys, and see you next week.